Hello, and welcome to Stress Less with me, Jess. Today, my special guest is Alexis Sonder. Hello, Alexis. Hi, Jess. Thanks for having me. I am so excited to have you on here. Well, first, we kind of have to give background of why I'm always a very excited person, but for you to be on here, because we just spent the last maybe 10, 15 minutes just talking about so many accomplishments that you have been going on in your life. And so I can't wait to highlight some of that. But before we get into all this goodness and so people can understand why I'm so excited, let's just tell everybody why you're so amazing. So (laughs) (laughs) you're on the board of the Finance Planning Association in Philadelphia. You recently opened your own business funding consulting practice because you saw a need to help small business owners get access to cash and capital when they need it without having to personally guaranteed funding for their business. This need was evident during the COVID when so many businesses were going out of business, even though there was access to government funding. Most people are good at their business, but they aren't good business people. Oh, this is so good because (laughs) when we first met and you were like, this is what I do. I said, wait a minute, what? I didn't even know this was a thing. So can you, in simple terms, tell us what you do and why you're so amazing? Yeah. Oh, thank you so much for that awesome introduction. Um, so you're not the only one that I talk to that it's like, wait, what? Tell me, tell me what you do again, because it's not something that's readily available to small business owners. Um, what I do, I build, I help business owners, small to medium size, build business credit on their EIN number so that eventually they can get access to funding and financing without having to personally guarantee their home, their inventory, their equipment. Um, When you have a robust business credit profile on your EIN number, what that means is that your company can stand on its own two financial legs without the owner. Um, So the owner is personally uh, untethered from the business And um, it just makes everything way less complicated, completely separates business and personal, like every accountant would love for business owners to do. Um, But also getting access to cash and capital when you need it is really the the big thing here because 82% of small businesses fail due to lack of cash flow, not knowing where to go to get capital um, and not optimizing their cash flow properly. So we are basically giving insurance to a business owner by helping them to build business credit. So they're guaranteed to succeed because they'll have access to cash and capital when they need it. Um, So yeah, so that's what I do. It's a seven-step funding blueprint SaaS product that we use to walk all of our members through uh, building business credit. So it makes it completely streamlined and simple. But the star of the show is that whenever a member signs up to work with us, we pair them with an internal certified credit analyst that gives them white glove consulting service. We're not just throwing a bunch of information at the business owner and say, okay, now go do it. No, we literally, we hop on Zoom calls with uh, with the credit coach. Um, I'm in the process uh, for the first uh, month with the member as I'm helping them set up uh, their business on paper, making it credible and fundable in the eyes of underwriters. I help them do that, that's step one. And then step two is getting them registered with the three big business credit bureaus. It's free to do that, but it's it's a little overwhelming because you go to these websites, Experian Business, Equifax Business, it's not so easily laid out on what to do. Um, so I help them and then we make an, a Zoom appointment with the credit analyst. And we, um, you know, go over everything. So, um, and I and I pass the baton to their credit coach, and then the credit coach works with them 
for nine to 12 months. Um, so that's the process. It's not for a business owner that needs cash yesterday. Um, it's a process. But man, once we get you there, you've got access to hundreds of thousands of dollars with zero personal guarantees. So no personal liability is, is what that means. It's amazing. This, I feel, is less scary because, like you said, you have set that boundary from taking my personal assets out of the picture yeah. and saying, okay, I'm now making your business have credit. So when you first told me this, I was just going, wait, I thought it was all on me. You kind of took the scariness and the pressure kind of off of that going, right. okay, so my business can be within its own self. But that when you say it, it makes complete sense because- yeah, I am the business for sure in a lot of ways. But when it comes to, like you said, the accountant and finance, you're not, right? And so like that's not all on me, but that's why what we do is so scary because we feel and we're taught that it is all on you. Right. And it is in the beginning. How do you start a business without, you know, venture capitalists or investors? You self-fund and that's totally normal. But there comes a time where you have to stop the bleeding and stop pouring your own personal funds into your business and leverage the bank's money. And people always tell me one of the objections is like, oh, Alexis, I mean, I don't want to take on debt. So I'm so I'm telling these business owners, don't come from that mindset, leveraging the bank's money is debt. So there's good debt and there's bad debt, okay? Good debt is leveraging the bank's money to scale and grow. I mean, how do you think Apple and Amazon and all these huge companies do that? Walmart has 175 trade lines out just on their business that they operate um, daily. And do you think that CEO is putting in his own money? No. You know, um, so it just gives the the business a chance to succeed and grow at, you know, a large scale like these big guys. I feel the elephant in the room is, okay, so you mentioned COVID in your bio, right? So that's kind of where yeah. your you open dries, you know, whether you were in recession and going into recession already there, however you want to, you know, everyone has their, their kind of opinion there. The recession's here or not, it's coming at the door, however you're picturing it, right? So with that kind of scare coming, if not already here, tell is there any scariness to that as well by doing this? Yeah, so so inflation has really affected a lot of these businesses, especially for people in the trades, for people that float cash from job to job. They don't get paid until the project's finished. They're purchasing lumber, they're purchasing, you know, roofers, they're purchasing roofing material, which, you know, um, job to job with inflation prices, it can get expensive for these people to lay out all that money and then, you know, not get paid or after the project's done, they're constantly, you know, chasing um, that client or that customer for, um, you know, for the money. So um, when you build business credit, it basically gives these people that float cash from job to job. It gives them peace of mind. Imagine, okay, you get your business credit score up to an 80 plus at tier four, because there's four tiers of business credit and it's on a scale of zero to hundred. So th the magic happens at that 80 plus mark tier four, um, where these people can get a line of credit for let's say $250,000. $500,000, depending on, you know, how many business, how much business expenses you have a month, because that's what drives business credit up. 
the more you have going in and out of your bank account, um, the more, the quicker you're going to see uh, the results uh, getting to that 80 plus mark um, faster. But anyone can do it. Anyone with $2,500 of expenses or um, $100,000 of expenses. But it's just going to, the time frame is going to depend on how many expenses you have a month. So that's number one. But um, you know, having a $250,000 line of credit on your business to draw from when, you know, there's a slower time or there's another economic downturn, like a pandemic or recession, um, that, they, that gives people peace of mind, you know, and um, they don't have to stress knowing that they have this cash available to them. And then the more that they build their business credit, the more banks want to give you. It's like, pretty insane and it sounds illegal, but that's how it works. And they don't ask for personal guarantees, back tax returns. They don't ask for proof of revenue. Once you have your business credit score up that high, all the banks care about is that you have a viable thriving business, obviously, because you have business expenses going in and out and that you pay your bills um, a little early or on time. And that's what drives business credit up as well. So makes sense. So I think my next question is, is how do I know I'm even able to get a business credit? Like, is there, you know, an application? Is there, how do I know I can call you? Like, what makes me, yeah, eligible? Yeah, so so people usually come to us when banks have said no. So their debt to income ratio is too high. It's above 40%. They've taken out, you know, um, too many maybe lines of credit, too many loans or whatever. Um, the banks are like, nope, we're putting it, uh, putting a halt. We're putting a cap on it. We're not lending to you anymore. Um, or people have like, you know, from being a business owner and self-funding and having to take out all these credit cards or whatever on their business, because with personal consumer credit, the more you spend, the lower your score goes. With business credit, the more you, you spend, the higher your score goes and the more banks want to give you. So it's counterintuitive to what we're taught. But um, so people come to us when, you know, they have a low FICO score, they can't get funding anymore. Um, and they, they're like, okay, they're at their, their last resort and they need cash to keep going. They need capital to, you know, grow, buy that building instead of lease it, open up more locations, whatever they're looking to do. Um, so we can get started with just an EIN number, literally. Um, that's what we need. Mm -hmm. And, uh, um, and then we'll help you do everything else. Like a lot of people have, you know, they use their home address or a PO box for their business address. When they first get started, they use their cell phone. They have a Gmail. So all of that are, you'd be surprised, but it's automatic denials when you go to get financing on your EIN. So we clean that up for you. That's step one is making sure you're credible and fundable on paper. Um, well, we help give your business a total makeover. We help you get a uh, viable, like nor like business uh, email address, you know, like John at John's Plumbing com instead of john at gmail um we help you get um, a website if you don't have one um, we make sure that the information that's on the website matches what the irs has the secretary secretary of state has so we make everything less overwhelming and easy to um to start the process but um all you need is an ein number why are my answers so long to every single question no! i'm sorry <laughs> No, it's good. And I'm listening and I'm just like, I'm relearning, if not learning something new after, you know, knowing you for how long now and just kind of, oh yeah, that's so cool. And that's so cool. I'm actually writing down people that I'm going, oh, this is, I have to introduce you to this person because oh, you're, yes. we think of people too. <laughs> the more business <laughs> I can rescue, the better. Yes. Well, and that's kind of what I was thinking too, when you're, you're talking about 
um, all you need is that EIN number because I think a lot of times, especially as a small business, like you said, the bank turns you, you down. And I think we get turned down a lot because like you said, we don't have the business credit. We don't have the backup. We're self, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think my, again, taking the scares away, take, bringing in that calmness is that you're going, okay, let's see why they're saying no. Let's, what else do we have to clean up? And like you said, it could be all these simple things that as a small business owner, it's okay. Well, just email me at john at gmail.com. No right. big deal. When, I mean, it is a thing. It's a thing that even when I email certain people, I'm going, oh, it, I notice that stuff, you yeah. know, I'm going, oh, it's just at Gmail. It's not, you know, and at jgot, you know, dot com yeah. something, right? It's, it, these are the things you do notice. So I'm just, that makes sense that a business credit would notice that as well, right? Yeah, underwriters think that that's not a legitimate business. It's a hobby. It's a side hustle. Um, you know, how are they going to take you seriously using your cell and, and using a Gmail and not having a website? Some of these contractors, because um, our number one vertical are people in the trades. That's why I keep referring to that. So some of these um, remodelers, contractors, roofers, um, HVAC people, they you, they think using a Facebook page as a website is good and is viable. No, no. it's not. It's, um you know, the these banks, they, they want to be able to go to a website and, and it look nice and professional and, you know, um, everything is accurate, phone number, there's a valid business address, not a PO box. Um, you know, they check all of that. So I think one of those things is that if you, they look at it as that you're not, like you kind of mentioned it, if you're not taking it seriously, why should they? And it's like something so small of, well, it's just a Gmail, but I think it's also one of those things we look at of as a small cost, right? Mm -hmm. To have an at johnplumbers.com it costs money to have a website. It costs money or Facebook. I can just do it to have an actual address to not to have add on a cell phone number. These things all cost money and add a small business owner. These things get scary. And because it's just another add on. But I think what you're saying is it's a healthy foundation to have all the above. Yeah. And we help do that. So we give you a makeover and it's, you know, it's a minimal expense. Like you buy, you know, John at johnsplumbing.com, you buy a domain like that. What is it um, from GoDaddy? I don't know, 50 bucks a month to get a voiceover IP number. It's literally 10 bucks a month, you know, that rings to your cell, but can be listed with the 411 digital business directory. Cause that's someplace underwriters check. That's the first thing. And it's an automatic denial. If your business phone number is not listed there, who uses 411 anymore? I, I don't, but this, you know, underwriters and banks, they look there. That's the first thing they check. And they won't tell you they're denying you for a loan or financing on your EIN number. They'll just start asking you for your social security number, your FICO score, your back tax returns. And then you know, oh, okay, I've been denied for um, for financing on my EIN. So they're wow. looking at you personally. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we, we covered so many goods and I feel like we could just keep going. But because um, I know I have more questions, but out of all the, all the things you covered and just in general, if there's one piece of this part of what you do for an entrepreneur, small business owner, what would you want them to take? Just one piece. What's something you're like, if anything I'm saying today, take this home with you. So building business credit is insurance for your business. It's pretty much going to guarantee that you're going to have access to the cash and capital when you need it. So it's not just for people who want to grow and scale. It's also for people that want peace of mind, having a line of credit to draw from, and they're not personally liable or responsible for it. So if we do have another pandemic. People have to close their doors, God forbid. They can walk away free and clear and be like, oh, my LLC closed and um, I'm not personally on the hook. They're not, the bank's not going to come after me 
you know, and, and take my kid's college fund or my home um, or whatever I put up for collateral. Um, they can be, you know, rest assured that they can close their LLC, their S Corp, C Corp, whatever. And, um, and you know, their personal assets are not at risk. That is the most important thing. So don't think, oh, I'm a mom and pop shop. I, you know, I'm, I'm too small. No one isn't too small. Start now, even if you just started your LLC or your business or whatever, start now because you want cash and capital when you need it. Not like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. I need to get a, you know, a line of credit. I need a loan from a bank and, you know, and also an application from a bank that takes months, you know, to get approved and all the red tape. Whereas you have business credit, you get the money immediately. So no, this is good. So going to you as a business owner, right? As you just got your new title, state director of Pennsylvania in training. Now we are recording this right now. What is it? June, but this will be launching in September. So maybe by then it'll be official. Yeah. yeah. So awesome. (laughs) But as of now it's in training, which is still pretty badass. So I'm super excited. But in your job, what do you feel is the most, what's the cause of one of your stressors in your job? What do you think is the most stressor? Um, That is a good question. Um, You know what? It's just, it's finding new business owners to work with. And how do I do that? Old fashioned way, cold calling, pulling on doors, you know, going to local businesses, talking to business owners. It's stressful and no one likes doing that. It's, you know, but um that's, it's part of my job and I have to do it, but it stresses me out because I'm not, that doesn't come natural to me, which you would think you're in sales. What do you mean? Cold calling is part of a sales job, but no one likes it. Um, so that's a, that's a stressor, just like calling someone and having to interrupt their day and, um, you know, fear of getting hung up on fear of rejection, you know, but I have something so valuable that my mindset is like, I feel obligated to tell these business owners about it. So I feel like, listen, I'm interrupting you, but I have something to say, and you're going to want this. (laughs) You feel passionate about it. I love it. I love it. How do you feel you imagine your you manage your stress throughout your day? That is another good question. Um, so my job is very sedentary because I'm constantly on Zoom calls all day. I'm calling, like I said, I'm cold calling. Um, I'm meeting with my sales team. Um, so I'm sitting at my desk for the majority of the day. And being sedentary is not great for your body in so many ways, you know, for circulation, for your heart, for everything. And now that I'm 49, I'm going to be 50 at the end of the year. Um, Yeah, I have to think about these things. And so I try, I have a standing desk. So I try to get up throughout the day, I'll take short breaks, I'll go for a walk um, at lunch, Um, you know, I'll I'll try and do some of my calls from, um, from walking um, in the afternoon. And, um, and yeah, and that's basically what I, I just try and get up and move my body. That's what I do. And then at night, I make sure to shut it off. Like I have a time at night where I, I shut it off. I don't accept calls. I have my out of office on. Um, it's usually around eight o'clock, but I still have to have a boundary. So that helps me um, with work-life balance a little bit. I'm so hung up on the fact that you said you're almost 50. I thought you were my age. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying, maybe let me know about your skincare routine. Okay. let's. Get- <laughs> That's a whole nother podcast because I'm psycho about my skin. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Let's get into the right name round. Are you ready? Yeah. Oh, awesome. So I love this. 
Is your bed made right now? No. <laughs> no. Thanks for putting that out there, though. <laughs> I haven't quite mastered the work-life balance, Jess. Okay. <laughs> Getting there, though. We're normalizing this. We're normalizing. <laughs> what movie do you enjoy quoting the most? Um... Oh my God, that's a, okay. Uh, probably Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> I love that movie. So funny. <laughs> what is your favorite board game? Monopoly. Monopoly, really? Okay. Yeah. I guess that makes sense knowing who you are. Okay. Uh, <laughs> love you. Um, love you. <laughs> I love getting all the hotels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what item is worth spending money on bags designer bags and shoes <laughs> don't spend money on your clothes it's the accessories that will bump up your outfit <laughs> so now <laughs> um last one what is your favorite store zara <laughs> i love zara oh my god i'm obsessed and yeah they take my paycheck every couple months it's yeah it's bad <laughs> I do. I have a, I have a clothes and shoes addiction, but you know, I kind of think like I'm in sales. I have to have, you know, a certain image when I go on sales calls and, and sure. I'm meeting people, you know, I have to look the part. So for sure. No, I hear you on this. Spend money there. Yeah. <laughs> Alexis, you are amazing. I just want to say thank you so much for coming on here. Thank you for having me. I love this. It was so fun. And I was a little nervous in the beginning. So I'm like, oh my God, what she can ask me? I'm going to have the right answers. I could, but it was fun and you made it so easy. So thank you. <laughs> thank you.